Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Game 4, honestly an iconic Game 4 that people will remember for a long time. There is so much to talk about. Two games, there was an ALCS Game 3 that was good as well, so we got a lot of good baseball today. Our pre-game show was wild. We have a lot to talk about, and I'm really excited to get to it. But game 4 just wrapped up right here behind us just a second ago, and Alex, we have a lot to talk about today. We do. This entire day was wild, but we're going to focus on eight topics in this post-game show, and we're going to get things started with number eight, the starting pitching. We kind of touched on it in the pre-game show. We knew it was going to be an interesting choice to start both Clevenger and Falter. Neither of them made it out of the first inning tonight. Yeah, you know, I, I thought that was an interesting decision on both sides. Now, I, I understood it on the Padres' side a little more. Mike Clevenger is a starter. He's not your one, two, or three, obviously, yeah. but you didn't have the luxury of having those guys go. Mike Clevenger starting, understood it. On the other side of things, having Bailey Falter go, look, I, I know it's easy to say in hindsight, Alex, that it didn't work out great because he didn't yeah. get out of the first inning. Neither of them did. But I, I would have liked to see Noah Syndergaard start this game. Right? You bring him in later in the game, he goes a few innings. I would have liked to see Syndergaard start this game. Neither starting pitcher gets out of the first inning. Falter a little more questionable to me, and uh, they come out. And my key, one of the keys for me yesterday with what the Padres needed to do was take advantage of having this bullpen game, if you yep. will, for the Phillies, score early and score often. And to their credit, they did do that. Yeah. So that was, for me, uh, the first thing that came to mind walking in the stadium is Bailey Falter, really? Yeah. Like, what are you trying to get from him? One inning or two innings? Why not just start Noah Syndergaard, who came in later? Look, obviously hindsight is twenty twenty. It didn't work out for the Padres either, but I didn't hate that decision of Mike Clevenger. Kind of knew that one was coming. But as soon as Schwarber got a leadoff hit, it kind of all fell apart for Clevenger. It really did. And that kind of leads us to our next topic. The Padres struck first, which is one of your things that you needed to do. But number seven for us is how fast – that the Phillies were able to strike back almost immediately. The Padres put up four runs there in the first inning, and the Phillies didn't look phased one bit. Well, that's a good point, Alex. The, the Phillies struck back so quickly, yeah. which is what you had to do. Worst-case scenario happened, right? It happened. Worst-case scenario, game starts, boom, four runs on the board. Who cares? Put it, in, put it in behind you. You got punched in the mouth. How are you going to respond? Are you going to get down on yourself? Are you not going to play well the rest of the game? Are you going to play tight? It doesn't matter what happened in the top of that first inning. 
to their credit, they came out and started slinging the bat, and it started with Kyle Schwarber, who led off the game by working deep into the count and getting a hit to the opposite side. And I actually was able to just a few minutes ago catch up with Kyle Schwarber after the game, talk about his game, this crowd, and everything along the way. So let's check that out now. First off, congrats on an awesome game. That first inning, you guys get behind big. How important for you was it personally to not do too much in your first at bat and just get on base? Yeah, you know, that's kind of the key there. Um, you know, obviously there was a lot of pitches thrown in the first inning and, uh, you know, going to go out there and take a couple, he threw two strikes right away. So he just go into battle mode and uh, try to find a way on base and save a hit to the left end field where no one was standing and it was good. You said very recently in 2017 you were not a good baseball player. How cool is it to be right here leading off for the Phillies, killing it and having an awesome postseason? Yeah, you know, it's great. This is what we this is what we play for, to be in the playoffs and be in positions like this. Um, you know, when you, you, you get in these positions and these kind of atmospheres and uh, with the group of guys that we have, it, it's really special, and uh, we just got to take it like one game at a time. You said the other day you've had the pleasure of playing in some incredible environments in the playoffs. No offense to any of them. This one is super special. You have to feel even better about it now. This is incredible to be a part of. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you, you see videos about it before they even happened, and then now that you're, you're experiencing it, it's been phenomenal. You know, they, from pitch one, they've been with us and all the way to the end of the game. And, uh, you know, it, you can't say enough about this atmosphere. We feed off them. They've been with us, in tune with us every single pitch, and we feed off that. Do you know you got that one to center? Thanks, man. Congratulations. Thank you. He definitely knew he got that one to oh, center. Yeah. You could see it from the pimp job, the walk. It was sick. <laughs> um, so thanks to Kyle Schwarber for talking to me immediately after the game. But one thing I found interesting with him is he legitimately just recently said, in 2017, I was not a good baseball player. Yeah. In fact, I just was bad. To be here right now, the type of hitter he is, he worked a walk tonight, he got a hit the other way. Now, he didn't hit that ball great, but his job in that first inning is to get on base. When you get down 4 nothing, Kyle Schwarber is the type of hitter that, you know what, in the first inning, early in the game, he's going to swing for the fences. He's going to hit a home. He's going to try to hit a home run. He realized his job in that inning. Look, you were down four runs. What is doing? What is the point of boom or bust? There, there isn't. Get on base, work a count, do what you can to pass the torch to the next guy, and that next guy just happened to be Reese Hoskins. Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing for the Phillies is their bats were on fire tonight, and they were consistent. They got four home runs, but they also got big hits with runners in scoring position when it counted. And at the end of the day, when you have a fan crowd like this backing you up, every at-bat, every pitch, that's kind of all you need. Now, before the game, we talked about how important it was for the Padres to take this game if they still wanted to be in it. They are now down 3-1 in this series with one game, one game away yeah. from knocking them out of a potential World Series. And still to play here. That yeah. game is, is here tomorrow. So it was really impressive to see them multiple times. They score, they score three runs in that first inning, get right back into it. But then the Padres extend the lead. Yeah. They ended up, they tie it, then the Padres extend the lead, and then – the Phillies fight back into it, and I have no doubts that that's the crowd playing into this. You can't continually get punched in the face and then get back up and get back up and get back up. But when you have a crowd like this 
cheering so hard for you with every single thing, it does, it really does make it easier. And I was super impressed tonight, not by just the Phillies' ability to hit and to put up runs because that's what they do, but by their ability to get punched in the mouth and to come back and to come back and to come back. It was really impressive. It was. Now let's move on to our number six topic, Bryce Harper's greatness. You mentioned the crowd. The moment he comes to the plate, this whole place is going crazy chanting MVP, and he deserves it. He is putting up MVP numbers this postseason. He has turned into that MVP Bryce Harper, which is exactly what this team needed to get to this point, to be up 3-1 in this series. You nailed it. He comes up to the plate. Everybody is chanting MVP. Not his name, not Bryce Harper. It's MVP. And he's done it again tonight. What he has done in this postseason, he has four home runs. He has an OPS near 1,400. Bryce Harper is unbelievably talented and still, in my opinion, an underrated player in the game of baseball, despite coming off of an MVP award last year, his second MVP award. So he's a two-time MVP award winner, and it still just feels like he doesn't get the love and respect that he deserves. Why? I can't give you the answer to that. This guy has done everything imaginable and more after being on the cover of Sports Illustrated at 17 years old. Think about the hype that comes along with that. We have never seen a baseball player come into the league before he's even drafted with as much hype as Bryce Harper has. With all of that hype, he's gone on to win two MVP awards. He's gone on to have an OPS of 1,400 in the playoffs, hitting four home runs, two doubles tonight, pumping up the crowd. This is what it's all about. This is Bryce Harper's greatness. He is one of the greatest players in the game of baseball, deserves more credit than he gets, and it's been on display every single game, it feels like, in the postseason. Big players arise with great opportunity, and Bryce Harper has done that despite what happened towards the end of the season yeah. when he was struggling after that injury, the lights get a little bit brighter when the calendar turns to October. And ever since that has happened, Bryce Harper has proven why he is the two-time MVP that he is. He is batting 410 in the postseason right now. When you hear that number, you think MVP. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Th that number screams to me. Yeah. This is this is an MVP. And, and why why was anybody ever doubting him when I've heard it from multiple guys yeah. on on this team uh, when we were in San Diego I talked to a couple of the guys around batting practice and you know some of some of the guys had struggled during the regular season but were playing well during the playoffs and I don't, I'm not going to name names for sake of you know I didn't tell them I was going to talk about yep. it but multiple guys said look it's just nice that we're playing for something yeah. you know like this is, this is what you live for. This is what you play for. Bryce Harper lives for October baseball. Yeah. And the stars shine brightest in October. And amongst all the stars, Bryce Harper is shining the brightest. Oh, yeah. You know who else loves October baseball? Who? Phillies fans. And that leads us <laughs> to number five because this crowd was absolutely insane. We saw it before we came into the stadium across the street for the pregame show. But then we actually sat in the stands for a good portion of this game. The only way I know how to describe it is from age six to 60, every single fan <laughs> is locked in. They are aggressive, they are passionate, they are yelling. 
good things and bad things at all the players. They know their stats. They know everything about them. And it is electric. They are on their feet the entire game. Alex, I think you nailed it. Yeah. From 6 to 60, yeah. they're locked in. It doesn't matter. And it, one thing that's unique, I think, about this ballpark is it doesn't matter where you are. No. It doesn't change. In a lot of stadiums, unfortunately, the fans that sit right behind home plate are Which the is fans where you that were. have played a, a – <laughs> yeah, That is where I was. Yeah. Yep. So they they have was. paid a ridiculous amount of money to be there, right? Uh -huh. So typically, they're a different type of fan. Not here. Yeah. The fans all around me were extremely locked in to every single pitch. They knew every single stat. They knew everything about every single guy. And they were on their feet the entire game. And then I'd stand up and look around the crowd, and there were moments where nobody was sitting. Everybody was high-fiving, hugging each other. And I get goosebumps just thinking about it. And I was able to take it in during the game. I just turned around and just did like a full circle and thought, this is just different. Yeah. It's different than any other environment in the playoffs. And we've caught up with many fans around Philly and asked them a couple of reasons why it's different. But the consensus basically is we just live and breathe our teams. And we're so proud of them, and we want to cheer them on. And you can you can truly feel that. So You can see that with Miles Teller, who was sitting right next to you during the game. I think you actually captured this video, right? He was going ham the entire time. Miles Teller is a legend. <laughs> I love that. Miles Tell Teller us more. Tell us more. is a legend. I wish I was best friends with Miles Teller. He is a superstar. Yeah. He's just did Top Gun, one of the biggest grossing movies of all time. He was great in that. He was a star. People in San Diego are wearing mustaches just because of him. Yep. And now he's here in Philly cheering on his favorite team, just going absolutely insane in yep. the stands like every single other person here. Yeah. And I mentioned it a second ago. It doesn't matter who you are, where you're sitting. Everybody seems to be into it, and it's the same with the celebrities that are here. Yeah. He was going nuts, and it just made me think, that's a guy that I would love to hang out with. Huh? Who knows? Maybe he'll be here again tomorrow, and you shoot your shot. Maybe you got to go say hi. Maybe you got to go say hi. Maybe the Phillies, if they wrap this up tomorrow, yeah. maybe he comes out on the field with the team. Ooh. And, yeah. All right. You never know what could happen. Wishful thinking. Point. Yeah. Wishful, Wishful thinking. thinking. I love it. But let's go back to the pregame show because when we were across the street at oh Xfinity God. Live, if you tuned in, you saw how wild it was. If not, you're in for a treat because uh, here's a little sneak peek of what we saw during the pregame show. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Giving up. Uh, I think anything. My house at this point. <laughs> I'm upset. I would give up 
my firstborn child. That's not born yet. I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna have to get one of my boys up, man. One of one of my brothers, Mike Johnson. That's who. Mike Johnson. He gonna have to be out of here. He had Cowboys fan. I give up cheese. Cheese on anything. I'll give up my cat. I'll do it. I live with my parents. I'm giving up their mortgage, okay? I'm sending them under the Walt Whitman Bridge. My boyfriend. My boyfriend. I would give up my right thumb along with my left thumb. Sex. Any type of bagel. I don't care about any bagels. <laughs> I'm trying to see the Phillies win the World Series, baby. I mean, just incredible. My man in the middle there gave up one of his best friends and said, well, he's a Cowboys fan. He, uh, he can go. That was that was so much fun, I thought. I We did that yesterday, Alex, and it was kind of an experience that we walked out and we're like, one, give me about five seconds to catch my breath. Yeah, I need a moment. And then I after that, it was, that was incredible. And our plan was never to go back and do it nope. again until we walked out of there when we thought, we have to do that again. Th that's what this is all about, yeah. is the fans and feeling the passion. And whether you're in this stadium or over at Xfinity Live or watching on TV, you can feel that passion. And we quite literally could feel it right over there. Early. Oh, it was wild. I, I had to take a moment and just kind of look around because everyone wants to be a part of it too. So you got people on your back, on your side, right in your face telling you, what, they love the Phillies? <laughs> so it was it was wild. It was fun. I'm excited to, to experience a day game here tomorrow, seeing if they still bring that same fire. Oh, you know they will. Oh, I know they will. But we had a doubleheader today. Another yes. doubleheader tomorrow. Let's take a look at the brackets. The American what we got League here. side started in New York today. So let's check out the bracket. Let's check out the American League side. Let's check out our bracket. I mean, we have obviously Phillies Padres here. Astros Yankees on the other side of things. Yankees hosting their first game of the ALCS. And um, Astros end up winning that game, 5 nothing. So let's talk about the Astros. Uh, yeah, because that, that's actually going to be our fourth topic here tonight. Right. They are one win away from the World Series. They are so locked in. It just has sweet feelings. Their, their series has sweet feelings. Well, let's, let's. Oh, oh, did I just jinx it for you? Well, I do. What do you okay. mean it had okay. sweet All right. feeling? Like you're, it you're, does. Wait, well, why? Because they're up 3 nothing. Let's yes. not jinx anything. Okay. All right. Let's just let the series, let's yeah. let the chips <laughs> fall as they may. We don't know okay. what will happen. Okay. What we do know yeah. is that the Astros are up 3 to nothing. Yes. And what we also know is that yesterday I gave my three keys for the Astros to win in New York. The first of those was Jose Altuve needs a hit. Yeah, he, he was hitless going into today, which is crazy as one of their top guys. He ends up in their getting that done, gets the hit, hits a double down the right field line. Was it the prettiest swing of all time? No, but I promise you this, he doesn't care. No. A hit is a hit. It is a double in the box score. It is finally getting off the O for slump, and Jose Altuve is in the books with a double. So that happened. Another one of my points was the pitching just needs to keep doing what they're doing. Yeah. As you can tell by the final score, 5 nothing winner for the Houston Astros. Christian Javier was phenomenal, gave up one hit. And his two starts, his last two starts in Yankee Stadium, Christian Javier has given up a total of one hit. That's pretty good. 
Right? I'd say that. I, I mean, that's pretty, pretty, it's pretty good. And that was pretty bad. We can work. Oh, on stop. Uh, and my last point yesterday, and the only reason I'm bringing all these up is because these were my keys for the Astros to win on the road, and they all happened. Altuve getting a hit, the Astros doing what they do best, which is pitch, and then the third was score first, take the crowd out of it, don't let them think there's a chance. Yankees fans know they're down 2-0 in a series. If the Astros can score early, then it's really a bad feeling for Yankees fans. Chaz McCormick, home run. I mean, they did what they needed to do, and they end up winning the game. And now they're up 3-0, and there are no feelings of a sweep because we don't have those sort of feelings, and we're not going to jinx anything for either side. Okay. Then I will reword this next question <laughs> to you. What do the Astros need to do tomorrow to get the win? Well, that's a great question. Because they are one win away from the World Series. That's a great question. Yeah. Tomorrow, they can't let their foot off the gas. Yeah. And it's so easy to say, but you're up 3-0 in a series, just end it. Yeah. Don't let your foot off the gas. You have all of the momentum. The Yankees aren't hitting. You're pitching well. You're hitting well enough to win ball games. Keep the crowd out of it. Win the series and walk home. Well, they're probably going to fly, not walk. I don't Definitely know. It's, fly. it's a longer walk, but they will have the time <laughs> if they win tomorrow. So maybe they'd walk home. Fly home with a sweep of the New York Yankees. But keep your foot on the gas pedal. It's important because if you let Yankees win one, then that door creaks open a little bit. And whenever that door creaks just a little bit open, you let them in. Just try and yeah. then, they're, then they're in. And you don't want that. All right. Well, let's talk about the other side. And our number three topic, the Yankees' struggles. They have lost three straight games to the Astros. 41 strikeouts in those three games. The team has a combined 128 batting average. They look tired. They look exhausted. This is a tough, tough look for the Yankees. You said it. 128 batting average. Combined for the whole team. You asked me yesterday, one, what are three keys for the Yankees to win? But at the end, you asked me a question like, what do, they what do they have to do? And I said one word, hit. Just hit. <laughs> what up, oh, dude? Hey. Brandon Marsh, Brandon Marsh walking just walking by. No okay. big deal. Um, and they didn't hit. Yeah. It's that simple. They're batting 128. In three games, they have 41 strikeouts. Yeah. So – what are you doing if you're Aaron Boone yesterday or the other day complaining about the roof being open and all that stuff? Your team's not hitting. Yeah. That's the problem. You're the New York Yankees. You have Aaron Judge, who's hitting 083 on the series. That's, that's with bad. One single. 083. Aaron Judge, who had one of the greatest offensive seasons of all time. The Yankees aren't hitting. They're not pitching well enough to shut down an Astros offense that's really good. And the Astros that have the best pitching staff from top to bottom in all of baseball is doing what they do best against the team that is known as the Bronx Bombers. Yeah. And they went into the Bronx and couldn't put up anything against the Astros today. And that's their problem. Yeah. You can sit here and dissect certain things. Look, they're not hitting. Aaron Judge isn't hitting. The team isn't hitting. And that's the problem. Okay, so that's the number one thing you got to see from the Yankees tomorrow. If they want to avoid the sweep and get one win, take it. One game further is they got to get hits. They got to get them early. They got to pack them on. And the team just has to come together. Absolutely. But let's get to our number two topic. 
which is going to be your top five players of the day. Mm-hmm. Let's start it off with number five. All right. Who you got? At number five, my top five players of the day, Chaz McCormick. What he did today in Yankee Stadium, two-run home run, and it was the perfect – look, this is what I said. The Astros have to score early. Be the team to score first, and you're most likely going to win in the playoffs. That's what's been happening a lot. It didn't happen on this field tonight, but it did happen in Yankee Stadium because Chaz McCormick hits that oppo home run after an error in the outfield, ends up costing them. McCormick had a great game, one for three, homer, two RBIs in the walk, but he got the scoring started, and that turned out to be all that was needed. Oh, yeah. Your number four player, who you actually got the top to after the game? Good call. Absolutely. Number four, Kyle Schwarber. Two for four, home run to dead center, three runs scored, a walk. Look, to me, yes, obviously we can point at the home run. He tacked on another run to a lead they already had. But to me, that first at bat, him leading off that game when your job is just to get on base. Get on base. That's it. That's all you have to do. And Kyle Schwarber did that, got a knock early in the game, and ends up getting it done. I'm going to interrupt your top five players. Are we getting a cameo here? Yeah. No, please, come on in. What a game. Uh, this crowd, by the way, does it get any better than this? I've, I have not experienced something like this. It's, uh, this place was rocking tonight. It, it, was, it, was, it was fun to be a part of it. I just, I'm doing a, a, my top five players of the day. I have Kyle Schwarber on the list. That's fair, right? Yeah, you, yeah, you got to have Reese, too. Reese is on there. Reese well, on there. That's, you're spoiling things, but we haven't gotten that far yet. Reese is on there. My bad. Nah. It's great. Were you asking me for the top five? Who would be no, your he, pl- he was telling you want to get okay. Who hold on. For those pl- listening, not watching, we got Brandon Marsh who just kind of walked into our show, who is doing an amazing job. But before you do that, when we talked to you in San Diego, you were sharing with us just how crazy the energy is with all the fans here. You said at moments it was hard to even hear yourself think. This is my first time experiencing it here. When you go down early in the first inning, what's that conversation like in the dugout for you guys to come back and get that kind of comeback? You know, just uh, just simplify it all. You know, just keep passing the baton at bat to each each and every player. It's uh, it was it was it took all of us tonight and uh, got down early, but the boys fought back and it was it was a lot of fun to be a part of. And it seemed like every single one of you got it done. The hitting was contagious. So. Let's get back to the, your top five players on your team. No, Who do dude, you think? You can, you can come in here anytime you want. You're always welcome on the show. No, your top five. If you want to give a top five. Yeah. Who, top five? Yeah, who are your top five on the team is what I'm that. saying. Okay. You're here. Okay, so I'm going to leave some names out that, that need to be on this list. Okay. okay. We'll start with Reese. Yes. Uh, Oh, we're going. It's in order. Yeah. Oh no, you don't have to go. No, just okay. just get five. No just order. get five. Just get five. Don't no make order. him do that as a teammate. That's hard. No if order. They ever we see got it. Reese, Schwab, Harp. Uh, I think it's his 18th extra base hit of the postseason, so he's got to be on there. Yeah. Um, let's see who else. Uh, D. Rob, uh, came in. Yeah. Big yeah, punch out. Huge. Uh, See, this is a hard part, man. What, one last? I want, I want to say everyone, but uh, um, everyone for the fifth one, you, you know. What about the stadium? It's pretty electric. You what? Give it to the fans. The fans at the bank. They take they, they take it all, for sure. I love that, that. That's the five. I appreciate the help. That was great. I couldn't pick. I couldn't. <laughs> no, it's beautiful. So one last question for you. You guys are one win away from the World Series. That's crazy. What's it going to take for you guys to get it done tomorrow? Oh, it's, we we got to give it all we got, you know. Um, we 
definitely do not want to have to travel back to the West Coast. So um, finish it here at the bank in front of these fans. Uh, that's that, that's that's the plan. So we, we're just going to come out ready to fight from from the first pitch. We love and that's it. All we, that's all we can do. I love it. Dude, thanks for joining us. Anytime, the by the way. Dude, you run by in. anytime, just come on in. If you ever have to run back out to do <laughs> anything, you know we will be live after every single game, NLCS and World Series, which hope which it's, uh, it's so, feeling. Uh, just come on up. Hang out with us. Well, I appreciate you guys. Oh, right, buddy. congratulations on the Gold Glove nomination. Thank you. Sick. That's huge. Sick. Yeah. <laughs> Big deal. So great here. You're going to go in. Thank you. So job, good one. All right, buddy. See you. Um, I like that top five. I should have put the fans in my top Why five. Why not? What hindsight. number were you on, by the way? Number three? Oh, number three. the MVP. Number three is where MVP I am. chant. And we heard uh, we heard Brandon. I love that he gave a top five. Yeah. That's so great. What he got nervous, though. He's like, ooh, don't make me order them. Yeah. It's going to be okay. Yeah. Um, number three on my list, Bryce Harper. Two for four, two doubles, two RBIs. I went on and on and on about him earlier. This is the MVP, and he's the MVP for a reason. Two-time MVP. He's the guy. He signed that huge, massive deal here. This is why you give him that deal. It was so great. It's so awesome as a fan of baseball to see Bryce Harper do his thing, to double, hit a couple doubles, pump up the crowd. I mean, did you see the, oh, yeah. the emotion and the passion he gave when he dove into, when he slid into second base? does that squat thing, pumps up the crowd. Yep. It was incredible. I wanted to do it in the stands with him. That's the energy and passion that the fans bring and that these players are giving right back to the crowd. It's so cool. Oh, the crowd had the exact same reaction for that double as they did for every single home run that was hit tonight. It didn't matter. As long as they got a hit, they got on base, and especially, obviously, with Bryce Harper, who they chant and is their MVP. It was pretty special. Now, let's move to your number two, who you got? Indeed, let's move on to number two where I have Christian Javier, Houston Astros, goes into New York Stadium, and Yankee Stadium is what they call it these okay. days. Goes into the stadium in New York, and look, this wasn't even supposed to be his start day. Lance McCullers is the three starter on this team, but ends up getting hurt by a champagne bottle in the celebration after the ALDS yeah. had to get his start push back. So who steps in? Christian Javier. And this speaks to the depth that we don't talk about enough for the Houston Astros. They have six, seven legitimate starters they could throw out at you. Yep. It doesn't matter if one has to get pushed back a day. McCullers is throwing tomorrow. In steps Christian Javier to just go, oh, you know, five and a third, not a single earned run, and one hit in Yankee Stadium. Are you kidding me? What a dominant outing. The guy throws invisibles up to the plate, and they could not hit it. He's number two. <laughs> All right. Well, now you're number one, who had a multi-home run game. Take it away. Reese Hoskins. Yeah. And Reese Hoskins, two home runs. Uh, the first one coming in that first inning when Kyle Schwarber gets on base any way he could. And then comes Reese Hoskins, who, look, I, you never want to say this crowd was taken out of it because, honestly, for what this crowd was like yeah. after a 4 nothing first inning, it was pretty impressive how they were still being pretty loud. But the, what they were lacking came right back when Reese Hoskins hit that home run in the first inning. This place was rocking. Then he came back up later in the game off of Sean Manaya and I in the stand said he just I have that feeling and I had that feeling 
because I saw the way he was taking pitches. He was fouling balls off looking good. His swing looked locked in. And Sean Manaya is just a really good matchup for Reese Hoskins. And the pitch after I said that, he crushes that ball to left center field. And the place went insane. Two for four, two homers, and four RBIs. And an incredible night yeah. for Reese Hoskins. What a day. Friend of the pod, by the way. Yeah, what a day. What a day. What a day on the field, and what a day before we got here. But before we got to the pregame show, you know what our number one is? What? We went on a Rocky tour today. We did. Did you? Like, that tour, felt right? so long ago. <laughs> that honestly felt like a, like days ago. This day has been so long and You're awesome. Right. We got to experience the Rocky stairs. We ran up the stairs. How cool was that? I mean, what is really cool, and yeah. I want to get your thoughts on this as well. Okay. It feels like this is a movie, right? This is a movie. It was and, a movie. And being, it is. Yeah. Yeah. And being around Philly, it's like a big part of this city. There's oh, yeah. statues. It's a tourist site. You go to all these different locations, which we went to a few of them, and then you end up at the Rocky Stairs, and it's just like, it's a really special part of Philadelphia that I was really happy to experience and you. when we were there it was crowded everyone watching that scene in rocky everyone imitating that scene in rocky and we have a little special treat that we're going to show you tomorrow a little teaser you got to tune into the pregame show at 1 30 p.m eastern to check out i don't know we might have done the little something rocky but you got to tune in to yeah, find we out we might have done a little something rocky a little something rocky rocky are you is that like rocky as in like oh, i don't know that's a little rocky yeah, we'll see we haven't seen the footage yet. Um, hopefully it's great if you follow us on social media you got a little glimpse tomorrow you're gonna get the full glimpse it was a special day today and uh it all led up to this game to our pregame show earlier mm -hmm. I, I i know i've been saying this but every single day just gets like I'm having so much fun, and I hope everybody listening is having fun. We're trying our best to bring it to you like like you're experiencing it as well. So uh, I'm having a blast. I know that. Oh, 100%. I, like, there's nothing that compares to the fans and the energy here in Philly. Let's do it again tomorrow. Let's do it all again tomorrow. An earlier game tomorrow. Yep. It's a day game, and my friends, we have a potential clincher opportunity. If a clinch happens... Tune in. We have all different cameras. We have celebration cameras. We'll have players. It will be a blast of a show tomorrow, honestly, no matter what. But we will have a pregame show again, a postgame show. Um, it's been it's been a blast, and today has been another blast of the day. The pregame show, uh, if you were watching that, you'll know how special that wild. was. It is wild here in Philadelphia, and tonight, the crowd, the game, there were so many runs scored. It was iconic. It was a legendary game, and tomorrow, we do it all again. So thank you all for listening to this episode of Flippin' Bats presented by Perry Ellis Fragrance. What a blast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen, Apple, Spotify, and follow on all social media. We have Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and you can watch every single episode on YouTube as well, at Flippin' Bats Pod for all of them. So for Alex and I, live down on the field at Citizens Bank Park, this has been another episode of Flippin' Bats.